Jesus saints, we just want to say that we love you so much, and there is really nothing you can do about it. Amen. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. So we're going to say a word of prayer. Father God, we just want to say that we love you so much, Lord. Thank you for keeping us, Lord God, in the nighttime, Lord God. We just appreciate you for being who you are. Lord, thank you for being worthy to be praised, worthy to be lifted up, worthy to be glorified, worthy to be acknowledged in, in all our ways. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you for those, Lord, that will come in and listen to the live, Lord. Lord, I thank you, Lord God, for those that may listen later. I pray that you will have your divine way on today. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you, Lord God, Lord God, for continuing, Lord God, to, to, to work on us, Lord God, to cleanse us, to wash us, to mold us, to make us, to shape us into who you desire for us to be in the name of Jesus as we begin to walk and continue to walk this walk by faith, Lord, thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for my sisters and brothers in Christ. Hallelujah. Lord God, that we may continue to go on to see what the end is going to be in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord God, that in our weakness, your strength is made perfect. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 In the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray that you would go before those that come in, Lord God. Lord, I pray that you would give them the ear to hear what the Spirit is saying unto the church on today. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we just thank you. And we give your name the praise and the honor and the glory. Hallelujah. Blessed be your name, Lord. Blessed be your name, Lord. Blessed be your name, Lord. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Hallelujah. You know, saints, I just want to say that, you know, top of the morning to everyone. Uh, today is the 11th. Ha! Today is the 11th. One, one. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, I said the 11th. And the Lord is giving us a word on today. Hallelujah. Yes, indeed. I pray that you will stay until the end, amen, of the podcast. Okay, we have a treat, treat, treat for you today, amen, in the name of Jesus. And look, I don't want you to leave now. Don't leave. Stay until the end, amen. Stay until the end, amen, in the name of Jesus. And so, yes, it is a treat. I, I am proud to say, amen, that there are many that came along. There are many that sounded the horn. There are many that cried aloud and spared not and lifted up their voice like a trumpet. And they're, they've gone on, amen, to be with the Lord. But can I tell you something? The Lord have not left this earth uh, 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 lacking those of us that are still doing the same thing. I'm so thankful for you pastors out there, you preachers, you teachers, you apostles, you prophets that are still sounding the alarm. Yes. Hallelujah. 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 
in the name of Jesus. We are, and you prophetess, we are so proud of you. We are so proud of you. Those of you, you're having prayer meetings and you're coming in and, and you, we, we see you. Hallelujah. Don't you be fooled by the enemy. The bride of Christ see you. Hallelujah. The bride of Christ see you fighting for us. Hallelujah. The bride of Christ see you uh, 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 allowing the Lord to be that standard inside of you. Hallelujah. And raising up armies to be the same standard. Hallelujah. In the face of the enemy. In the face of the lion that thinks he's a lion. Hallelujah. But he's as a roaring lion. In the face of the devil. In the face of darkness. In the face of principalities and powers and spiritual wickedness and high places. In the face of darkness. Ah! Lord, let your light so shine in us that men may see your good works and glorify you, Father, which is in heaven. Hallelujah. And uh, I want to share something with you on today. Hallelujah. And I want you to be encouraged, be inspired, and please, please, please listen to the end. Amen. This message is from eight years ago. The Lord allowed it to surface. So, amen. I was able to get this. And I said, God, is it okay, Father, that I share this with my brothers and sisters? Can I tell you something? When you get some good, 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 good groceries, you want to share it. Amen. And saints, I'm going to share this. Amen. We love it. I, God gave some apostles, some prophets, some pastors, some teachers, and some evangelists for the perfecting of the saints. Can I tell you, if God gave us these gifts, we should appreciate these gifts. Do you believe that? Do you believe we should appreciate, we should appreciate these gifts, honey? Honorable Apostle Herman L. Murray, Dr. Herman L. Murray, okay, Junior, amen, in the name of Jesus. Fresh Timothy, those of you that have your Bibles, hold them up in the air. Come on, shake that power. Let the devil know that you didn't come empty-handed, but that you came packing power. Now, every, every born-again believer needs to get themselves a good Bible. Even if you, if you don't have a lot of uh, books in your uh, Christian library, one thing that should be a staple, it ought to be uh, 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 something that you just ought to do and something that you ought to have is a good Bible. Bible. And I don't know about you, but I have found out that out of all the versions that man has out right now, King James still holds my heart. Y'all ain't saying nothing here. I know there are a lot of people that have good ideas, and some of them they think they're good ideas, but they're not. But I have found out that if King James was strong enough to get my grandmother saved, y'all ain't saying nothing here. And King James kept my father and my mother. And if I came uh, through King James, then listen, it can carry me from earth to glory a lot of this other stuff y'all got to understand I believe it's one particular version of the Bible is equivalent to taking 13 entire books out
out of the Bible. That's just how many fewer words it has in it. Uh, uh, verse number 13 in my Bible may not be verse number 13 in your Bible. And so God is not the author of confusion. So I believe that when we come together, we ought to be on the same page because there is a word from the Lord and you need to get exactly what it is that God has for you. And God speaks to me and I ain't never heard God speak to me uh, through the Amplified Version. Y'all ain't saying nothing here. He, he didn't quote uh, uh, the NIV to me. Uh-uh. When God talked to me and when he gave me particular scriptures to read and he began to speak them into my spirit, he spoke them and he spoke them from something that to me made perfect sense. Y'all ain't gonna say nothing. Uh, so reading from the only version uh, that made good sense, 1 Timothy chapter number 4 and we'll begin reading at verse number 1. We all got to be on the same page. God ain't the author of confusion and so when we come here we ought to come reading and understanding what God has given to the minister to give to you. Is that alright? And we just like to say that we thank God again for the apostle uh, who, who gives us this opportunity. Thank God for the apostle uh, who uh, gave me this opportunity to speak to you today. 1st Timothy chapter number 4 we'll begin reading verse number 1 and when you have it say Amen and the Bible gives us this intelligence now the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter times some, not all, but some shall depart from the faith giving heed, listen to this, watch this watch this, <laughs> to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils speaking lies and hypocrisy having their conscience seared with a hot iron the spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith. Watch this, watch this. Giving heed to seducing spirits. Feel like I want to preach. And not only seducing spirits, but doctrines of devils. Now I want you to pay attention today. Don't nobody go to sleep. Because I might wake you up. You'll have to hear this today. The Spirit speaketh expressly or plainly in certain terms that in the latter times uh, that many would depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits. And not only seducing spirits, but doctrines of devils. Look at somebody and just tell them, neighbor, seducing spirits what I want to preach today. Seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. Seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. That, that's what we're hearing now. We're hearing seductive messages. Mm, Y'all done got quiet here but I'm going to preach anyway. We're hearing seductive messages and, and messages that sound real good. They're smooth and, and they're all polished and refined and we got big vocabularies 
represent. We know all the right words to say, but it's not what's written in the sacred word of God. And although many are following it, it's not the doctrine of our Lord Jesus Christ. It comes from a seducing spirit. Y'all done got quiet. That's all right. A seducing spirit. What does what does the word seduce mean? To seduce does not mean to force or to rape. Seduce means to entice. Look at y'all. Y'all ain't gonna say nothing here. To seduce somebody means that 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 what you do you you flood around with them so much until even though they said no in the beginning, after a while they stop saying no and start saying no. And y'all look at y'all done got uh huh uh huh. Your mouth is saying no, but your body, your will, your emotion, look at y'all, I got quiet here. Everything in you is saying, uh, no, 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 I'm not going that way, no, no. You're breaking down the resistance, whoa, so that those that used to, used to put up a fight in the beginning now have been seduced so much until, until now they stop resisting and, and they just allow it to take them over. They give in to the will of the enemy to somebody and tell them neighbor you better beware that you're not seduced you you're not seduced like Samson who was seduced by Delilah Samson had it going on look at him y'all had hair the Bible says Samson was a Nazarene and, and what it meant to be a Nazarite is that you could not cut your hair that was your vow to God that was the contract between you and God you could not defile yourself and and so here Samson is uh, so powerful so strong so mighty and yet even with all of his might he allowed the enemy through a woman named Delilah to seduce him oh yes she didn't just force Samson to do anything Delilah seduced Samson and time after time after time you would have thought after all that Delilah did Samson would have had enough strength and enough wisdom to know that this woman is one of them treacherous women y'all ain't saying nothing here that don't have my best interest in mind Every time I tell her what would make me weak even though I lied, she would come back and all of a sudden I would find myself in that situation facing the enemy. But she kept on seducing him and after a while she weakened him down to the point to where he was overtaken by the enemy. And that's the way some people are right now. They are flirting around with the world. Look at y'all done got quiet here. Y'all better say something or they gonna think I'm talking about you. Are they flirting around with the world? world so much now until until they they have no more resistance no no more power to say no they're saying no with their mouth but their body their will their emotions are saying yes to the enemy oh yes I know to say no is the right thing to do but I'm just not really powerful enough to resist anymore so what I do I just throw my hands up and I'm giving over to the will of the enemy the devil's not pulling people out of the church <laughs> no, he's seducing them. And now even though they are still here in the church, the Bible says they would depart from the faith. He never said they would leave the church. No, he said they would depart from the faith. Touch somebody and ask them, neighbor, are you still with us? Are you still with us? I know you're sitting here today, but what God wants to know is are you still with us? Let him that named the name of Christ depart from iniquity. Why? because it's time to serve the Lord and I don't know about you but I'm ready now to serve him with everything I got in spite of who don't like it who get upset who get mad who talk about you who lying on you who gossiping with you y'all ain't
ain't saying nothing here trying to get you fired off of your job because you look holy because you don't laugh at dirty jokes let them get upset but as for me and my house I got to serve the Lord I told them everything in my house gonna serve it Why's go act like it's serving the Lord Ain't nothing going on in my house. Nothing going on in my house that God wouldn't be pleased with. Me and Danielle, we serve in the Lord. And when the children get here, guess what? They ain't wearing anything in my house. Look at them getting upset right there. They ain't gonna listen to any kind of music in my house. What you mean privacy? I pay the bills here. You ain't got no privacy in my house. I don't care if you're a visitor, I ain't coming to his house. Good, stay away. Because ain't nothing going on in the Murray household that's gonna offend. What you mean, you What? I didn't grow up like that. Mama, I don't feel like going to church. I'm 12 and 13, and I don't want to go to church anymore. What? That wasn't even named in the Murray household. In the room, watching Soul Train. Y'all, I told y'all I've been saved for 13 years now. I don't know what they got out there now. Solid gold. You ain't got no room. That's what they told me. And don't lock the door. Because whenever I want to come up in here, if the door lock, you better get back because some splinters getting ready to fly. Look at y'all ain't saying nothing here. Ain't no privacy in my house. And I told them, look here. I went and got me a dog a few months ago. The cuteness. And I told him, look, cuteness ain't going to do nothing that offend God in this house. Why? Because my house is dedicated to the work of the Lord. And ain't nothing going on here. What do you mean? You got a house, the head of a house. And you ain't got control over it. Parents going to heaven, children going to hell from the very next room. Dirty magazines under the mattress. Some of y'all need to go home and look. You'll find some. Go home right now. Well, not now. Wait till service is over. And look up under the mattress. Look at the back of the closet. Look at the back of the closet. Take the drawers out and look up under the drawer. Why ain't they saved? Why ain't they filled with the Holy Ghost? Because something has crept in. And you know it's sad now as I even look at the church world. Young folk now, the, the children of the church folk seem like it's so hard for them to live sane. Why? Because a lot of them have determined in their minds that I'm not going to live the way mama want me to live. Uh, there's somebody else right down the street that goes to another church that, that they don't preach against this. They don't preach against that. And all it is is seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. And we've got to be careful now. Because the Bible said that in a lot of times many would depart from the faith. But God, how can you justify saying that when there are more people in church now than ever? And you know what God is saying? God said he didn't say that they would leave the church. He said that they would depart from the faith. 
more people in church now than ever but less power that's the reason why he preached against all of this form that we see going on right now that's all it is he said in that day they would have a form of godliness but deny the power thereof and that's the reason why now people come to church but lives are not even being changed People are still doping and, and smoking and getting drunk. And yet they come in the church standing right up down front. Uh, ushering on the usher board. Look at them getting quiet now. Look at them. They know how to count money. Uh, but they drunk. They're high. They're womanizers. Womanizers. Some of them are homosexuals. But because nobody is saying nothing about it. They're saying we are delivered to do these things. So now when you begin to preach the unadulterated word of God, they deny it and say that it's not even God. How in the world did the church world get to the point to where when you preach the word of God, they say it's foolishness. It's the people in the church. The ones in the church. That when you open up the Bible. And you begin to read right from the pages of the sacred book. They say it's not God. You know why? Because they've heard seducing spirits. And doctrines of devils. Now they can read along with you. And still deny that what you're reading. Is of God. You know what the Bible said? The Bible said in the last days. They would believe a lie and be damned. They would believe a lie rather than the truth. And now because, because they have rejected the word of God for so long, God has not even given them a heart to hear the truth. And now, now they don't want to come to a church where people preach a standard. They want to go somewhere and say, deliver unto us smooth things. Every word, every 
word. He, he says, come out from among them and be ye separate, says the Lord. Didn't he say that? Why is it now that everything is merging? There is no separation between the church and the world. Seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. Now everything you see going on in the world is now going on in the church. And I know some folks say that's all they preach about. They need to get off of something and preach something else. Listen here. <laughs> when you stop doing mean and nasty, we'll stop preaching mean and nasty. But somebody's got to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now everything that we used to see in the world is now over here in the church. And now we've taken it and said now we can use this in the worship of the Lord. It's nothing new. Who was that? Achan did that in the Old Testament. God said, destroy every one of them. Everything they got. I don't want nothing that they have. Destroy their gold. Destroy the children. Destroy the cattle. Destroy their clothes. I don't want anything but what he did. He went over there and found gold. And said, surely this is good because it has some value and I can use this in the service of the Lord. And God said, your whole family has got to die. Because God don't want nothing that belongs to the enemy. But now, here we go, repeating the history again. We brought everything in the church that God said, get rid of. Now we're dancing in the church. Look, y'all can get mad if you want to, but I'm going to preach here because this is the word of the Lord. Now we're dancing in the church, the same, the same dances that they danced out in the world. Now we figure that if we don't let the young folk come in, look at your young folk getting upset with me. Get mad if you want to. I turned 27 two weeks ago. Listen, now we're bringing them over here and now they're dancing and doing everything that they did out in the world. And we feel like unless we let them come over here and dance the same dances, we won't get them in the church but I come to tell you you're gonna have to leave that mess alone and serve the Lord it's time now to get rid of that stuff well dancing ain't nothing but moving and they used to dance way back in the day but you know back in the day they were they kind of swing and go like this, but now they pow! Y'all ain't saying nothing here. Now when you start out, you lifting your leg. Y'all look at y'all and got quiet here. Y'all better cut all this foolishness out! Now we got them in the church, drop, drop, dropping it like it's hot! But I come to tell you, the Father seeketh such to worship him in spirit and in truth. Look at them, they got mad already. Seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. What's the use of having a church full of members? And you don't have any sons and daughters. God never intended for the church to only have 5,000 members. God said you ought to have 5,000 sons and daughters. See, that's the problem now. We got a lot of members, but not a lot of sons. 
Nobody, nobody's been born again. And because we don't hear the strength of the gospel now, we feel like all we got to do is do the best we can. But God is not asking you to do the best you can. He said you better fall a peace with all men because holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. Touch somebody and ask them, neighbor, do you want to see him? <laughs> ask him again, neighbor, do, do you want to see him? <laughs> oh yes, oh yes, because I come to tell you that without a holy this no man shall see the Lord and so now what we've got to do we've got to look back now and see how God moved in days gone by and I know now we hear a lot of people and they get mad with us when we when we start preaching against the things that are going on now but see I come to tell you that it is our right and our privilege to defend the gospel of Jesus Christ and I'm tired they tired of hearing me preach what good I'm tired of hearing them preach about how the old church used to be this way. You couldn't do this in the old church. You couldn't go here in the whole church. They preached against them back, this back then. And that was for that day. But listen, one thing you've got to admit to is that the old church had some power. Y'all ain't saying nothing here. They might not have been able to put words together like you can. They might not have knew Greek, Hebrew, and Italian. But they knew God in his fullness. And when the old church spoke, devils came out screaming with loud voices and when the old church spoke cancer came out let's go back to the old time way I'm God looking somebody else and tell neighbor with me let's go back to the old time way and so I come to tell you now that what you've got to do is that you've got to remember what he spoke in the book of Hebrews he says in the book of Hebrews now let us go and do all things according to the pattern by which he showed us in the mount and I come to tell you anytime you make a dress according to a pattern the dress don't change oh God could I preach here I'll tell you why one sleeve is longer than the other. It's because somebody did not go according to the pattern. Touch somebody and ask them, did you get it according to the pattern? Because I can hear Jesus saying right now that I don't change, but that I'm the same yesterday, today, and forever. Look at somebody and tell them, neighbor, holiness don't change. Oh, God, could I preach here? Look at somebody and tell them, neighbor, Holiness remains the same. And so now what we've got to understand is that now it's start to it's time to start preaching the authority of the scriptures. See, scripture is divided into two categories. And it's not just the Old Testament and the New Testament, but the scripture spiritually is divided into two categories. It's divided into the category which we call accurate, and then it's divided into another category by which we call it authoritative and so what we have done now is that we have stopped preaching from the epistles of the Bible and now we have gone back to the Old Testament and just preached that which is accurate now I will admit it's true that Cain killed Abel but Abel is dead now and it's time for us to serve the Lord let's stop preaching that which is only accurate and go back to that which is authoritative touch somebody tell them I need something that's going to carry me from earth to glory. And so now we've got to realize that yes, it's true, but it holds no spiritual benefit. A lot of things in the Bible teaches us how to get along with our brothers. And although the end of that might have some spirituality, there are other things in the word of 
God that teaches us how to live right every day that God gives us. Let's get over into the epistles now where he's teaching the church world how to live godly and walk upright. But that's not what we're hearing now. But instead we have traded that in for seducing spirits. And doctrines of devils. You better be careful. Because now it's coming down to the wire. They will depart from the faith. Could I take my time here? Depart from the faith. Never said they would leave the church. But they'll depart from the faith. So that means they could sit right in here among us, Brother Herman? Yes. And still, they have departed from the faith. You ain't got to go and search out nobody. They'll tell on themselves. When the word of God says, go right and say, I just feel led in my spirit to go another way. Seducing spirits. And now they don't even know the truth from a lie. We got the protocol down pat. We know how to testify, giving honor to the most high God. We know how to shout. We even heard and we mimic a tongue. But that's just a form of godliness. There is no power. It's the reason why when hell hits your house, you're gone. You mean all that shouting you did? And you couldn't even keep yourself from telling a lie about something you weren't even gonna get in trouble behind? Folk lying just to be lying. Seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. I don't want to go there. They telling me that I got to come clean and I can't go here and that's that old stuff but God is doing a new thing. Listen, he says I am the Lord choker and I change not. It don't take all of that. Who said it? I'm the Lord your God and I change not. What they did in the old time. I'm coming to you. That was back then. Don't nobody preach that no more. Who says I can't come to church and shout? Dressed like a woman on the street. I got a right to praise the Lord. He said come as you are. But he didn't say stay as you are. The purpose of the gospel is to change your life. What's happened now? We've given heed to seducing spirits. And doctrines of devils. And now rebellion has set in our hearts. God sent me the full gospel holy temple. God sent me the so and so, so and so church. But they preach against that, but I don't have to abide by that. Well, God didn't send you here because that's the spirit of rebellion and rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. 
And if we were to really go according to the scripture, the Bible says you shouldn't suffer a witch to live. And that's the reason why you're here for a little while and go. Seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. You know Christianity is the only mainstream religion that teaches now that you can come to church and worship any kind of way. Look at them getting quiet now. Christianity. We're supposed to have the truth. But now we come to church and we shout with splits up here. Listen, every time you walk, they shouldn't have to get the sheets and hold it around you. Look at them getting quiet now. That's okay. And we look at other religions and say that they are out of order. And yet when they come to church, they come in suits with ties on up to here. Look at y'all. That's all right. Y'all ain't got to say nothing here. And when the women come to church, yeah, they got them veils all over their face. But they're dressed right. Ain't nothing wrong with their skirts. And yet we say they are in error. And look at us. Man, say 
if I could ask God to let him just rise and stand right down here. What if God were to, to pull back the covers and let us see what's going on down there for those that were religious but were lost? What would, what would the rich man say if he could talk to you? He says, Jesus, my brothers don't want to go down here. They, they don't want to come down here. Send Lazarus back. And let him talk to them. But the Bible says, Abraham said, listen, they have Moses and the prophets. They got all of these revivals going on in the land. But they don't want to hear the truth. And if they don't hear them, they won't even hear one that comes from the dead. They are bound by seducing spirits. All that power priest from Moses and the prophets. And they still don't even want to hear them. But if he could come back, what do you think he would say to us sitting here today? He would say, you don't want to go to hell from the church. That's what he would tell us. We don't want to go to hell from sitting right up in the sanctuary every night. Because I can't prove it. But I believe that the worst torment in hell is not the fire. I believe that the worst torment in hell is going to be your conscience. Because you're going to remember every message that was brought forth. And you said, I don't have to live like that. You're going to remember every revival, every convocation. You're going to remember every time you used to shout before you backslid. You're going to remember all of that. And yet you allow seducing spirits and doctrines of devils to cause you to let go of God. And now you were, you were out there and it lasted only for a season because the Bible says that's all that the pleasures of sin will last only for a season and then the thrill was gone and in hell you lifted up your eyes church folk departing from the faith not even doing nothing worth nothing and going to hell behind nothing Look, you're married now. You ain't fornicating no more. You don't do nothing. You don't smoke. You don't drink. You don't do this. Well, why aren't you serving the Lord? Going to hell behind nothing. And know the truth. He said many would depart from the faith and give heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. You better be careful about what you put in your spirit because everything preached is not the word of God. You better get in your Bible, write down the scriptures and go home and read them to make sure that the Bible is true when it says you search yourself. To see whether you're in the faith or not. Let a man examine himself. Because I don't want to live for 80 and 90 years and die. And realize that I wasn't living the truth. 
coming to church, dang works. And it didn't even count. Faithful to the house of God. And it didn't even count. Seducing spirits. And doctrines of devils. If it were possible, the Bible says, he would even deceive the very elect. Oh God. The very elect would be deceived if they're not careful. And you would be surprised the letters that we get. People saying, I believe this, even though it was nothing even remotely close to the scriptures. I believed it until I heard a word from the Lord. And it let me know that the real truth of God was found in his word, not in philosophy, not in some man's opinion, but in the word of God. It's time to wake up. You're sleeping in a dangerous time. It's time to get up and stop playing around. Because the devil will seduce you so. Until I heard somebody say he'll take you further than you wanted to go. And keep you longer than you wanted to stay. Be careful. That while you're playing around. God don't cut you off. Be careful. Not to let go of God's. Changing hand. Let me tell you something. I heard the apostle preach a message and he preached this message entitled The Harvest is Past. The summer is ended and we are not saved. It's over now. And we're still not saved. And he told the story of a woman that used to be saved. Saved, Lucy Devil. She used to be saved. And this woman now was a church goer. And she came to church night after night after night and served the Lord faithfully. But one day she allowed her husband to seduce her right out of the church. Mm. God had saved her and kept her saved for years. He kept on bothering her until she gave in the church where I know they're preaching the truth and I'll go over here with you for just a little while and she went over there and stayed too long and that's why I come to tell you the devil don't try to just pull you out all at once watch out for these little things she went to his church stayed there she says one day he enticed her to go drinking just come out with me you don't have to drink nothing. Just sit out here with me. And she said she went out there and he began to order drinks. And as he ordered them, they sat him on the table. And he just kept saying, just take a little, just, just a little drink. I'll stop bothering you if you just take a little drink. She gave in to it. And she says, the moment that the glass touched her lips, she felt the total pleading of the Lord just leave her. tried to repent and could not repent because that spirit had seduced her to the point to where she gave in and didn't even realize that that was her last opportunity. And she would go from church to church 
Revival came in town. Preacher got through preaching. And she says, let me call the altar call, please. She got up and told them her story of how she was seduced and let go of God. And she says that at the end of the night, the altar was flooded and packed with souls. But after everybody had gotten filled with the Holy Ghost and changed, she was the only one left on her knees. Still crying, asking God to forgive her. You've got to be careful about seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. When you hear the truth, you better hold on to it. Because who knows? This just might be my last time.
Yeah. 